Sibilance. Sibilance. Check. Check. One, two. Check. Yeah. Two. Check, yeah. check, your, check two. your mom. Check your mom. All right. Do let's it. do it. You're my Huckleberry. Three guys just making lists. Three guys with big old dicks. Three guys, it's our top fives. You won, but also I won. Huzzah. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Three Guys Top Five, the Reverend Draft Experience. Woo. I am always and forever the one with the beard. I am Reed, and I am joined by... I am the one with kind of a beard. My name is Neil. Neil with kind of a beard. We're also uh, missing the one with the mustache, which is Dan. Yeah. Uh, have you heard from him? I haven't. I've been messaging him all week in radio silence. Really? Yeah. That's really unlike him. Dan's actually like incredibly good at like picking up a message or like replying when you when you. There are there are weeks I hear from Dan where I'm like, okay, Dan, give me five minutes to myself. Sure. Sure. No, I understand that completely. Like, I'm not complaining about the contact I have with him. He's just so good at maintaining all the contact. He's actually kind of an incredible communicator. So it's really. Wait, Reed, hold on one second. I actually. uh, Yep. I just got a voicemail from him. Okay. Let me uh, let me play that. Hold on one second. Yep. So I spent the better part of today, and it is now up to you to. Hello. Um, I don't know what that meant, but he left that completely out of the blue. Yeah. So I'm. Oh, I'm a little. I guess I, I guess I should be concerned. I, I, you know, you hear something like that, and thoughts and prayers aren't going to cover it. It's not going to, no, because you don't know what someone's going through when they're going through something like that. Oh. Oof. Well, I guess, I mean, God, I, I hate to do this, but it, like, it, he's probably not coming tonight. Uh, it doesn't sound like it, to be perfectly so honest. So, I guess, I guess we're just going to have to carry on with it? Sure, yeah, uh, yeah, then I'll check in with him later. I mean, maybe you'll get a voicemail from him at some point, I have no idea. Yeah. All right. Oof. Okay. All right, Neil. Uh, so as we get uh, as we get primed, why don't you let us know what you're drinking tonight? I'm drinking uh, on a hot day. I'm drinking a white wine, a Chablis. A Chablis. Chablis Chablam. Yes. It sounds it's, fantastic. It's a it's thirst quenching, if nothing else. And Reed, what are you drinking? Uh, so I uh, I poured myself in in preparation for this draft. I poured myself. A nice two fingers uh, of a nice dickle rye. Mm, a little dickle do you. A, a little dickle do you. Yep, absolutely. I, I don't know where I heard that from. Somebody said that to me once. I think it's their slogan. Is it on their bottles? It could be. could be. I mean, maybe it's... I don't know. Maybe I saw it on Twitter. Oh, that's probably it. Yeah, all right. Neil, you and I were talking earlier this week, and you had an idea that came across your mind. You were pretty passionate about. I did. Yes. So, this is something that I've been thinking a lot about. Um, as sports are coming back in, in this pandemic, as we're seeing like the horrors that Major League Baseball is coming through, where their testing isn't in place, um, we're worried about what's going to happen with the NFL. Um, we're worried about what's going to happen with hockey. I mean, hockey's on ice, so you'd feel like the, uh, the virus wouldn't actually affect them because it's cold enough. But... I mean, we're looking at everything, and we were thinking, I was just like, you know what? I was thinking of the one sport that I could 100% just do without. 
and that is college basketball. I was thinking about how, um, A, you think about it, they're only relevant for like three to four weeks in March every year. Yeah. Every game leading up to it means absolutely nothing. Um, I actually had a friend, I don't remember who it was, but this friend actually helped me pick all the correct teams to win my bracket. And again, bracket, 64 teams. Uh, and play-in games and all these things. There's there's too many teams that it even matters. And this friend actually helped me win my office pool the very first year I worked in that office. And he didn't even pick the correct winning team. I won because the team I picked that won second place, no one else had picked. It's it's the most useless sport, and that's not even getting into the NCAA, the fact that they're not paying their players... The fact that they're taking kids who are needing an education and just just exploiting them for money upon money upon money. My argument is, Reed, that college basketball is absolutely worthless, and I'm asking you to agree with me. You know, I hear you out on the the other 11 months out of the year, the money, the students, the education. Neil, I agree with you 100%. Oh, great. Well, that was easy. All right. So tonight's Agree With Me is brought to you by Sorry Drywall Repair. Sorry Drywall Repair for those times when you're wrestling around with your brother and stuff gets a little heated or you got to let your sister know exactly who's in charge. Sorry Drywall Repair. Big or small oops. No better way to tell your mom sorry than Sorry Drywall Repair. I've used them. They're a wonder. I give them a five-star review on Yelp. In and out. Same day service. Oh. No complaints. Absolutely. Well, Neil, that takes us right into our draft. And, uh, oh, hold on a second. Uh, Wait. It looks like I've got, I missed a call here. Oh, shit. It looks like it's from Dan. Okay. You left a voicemail. Let's hear what he's got to say. All right. Yo, dude, what's going on? So I spent the better part of today making our ultimate 90s alternative rock music 64 team bracket. Have fun. We'll see you later. Bye. Okay. Well, I I mean, if you're going to 180 a negative situation, I guess that's the way to do it. I mean, it sounds like things are at least turning out better for him. I just hope he's able to join us later. Yeah. Well, I mean, he sounds hopeful. Yeah. I, hopeful is the word I would use. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, which which is really unfortunate. It is not here because I remember when we were uh, rooting around ideas and putting our heads together for the draft tonight. We really focused in on what like Dan's wheelhouse. Yes, yes, of course. I mean, he was kind of the reason that we were planning on getting together to do these tonight. So it's a bummer that we he can't weigh in. Well, this is what everybody's here for. Right now, we're at the segment of the show where we actually draft our top five. And so we're yep. two of the three guys drafting our top fives. And of course, as always, these picks are totally irreverent. And yep. tonight's top five draft is top five local barbecue joints. In the uh, United States. In the United States. There's right, no, right, right, right. I know we went back Oof. and forth on one of the stipulations because there's yeah. a lot. If there's a, if there's a local joint you're going to find, it's going to be a barbecue joint. And so we're looking for the top five of our worlds. And so, Neil, you've got the first pick tonight. 
I do. This is really, um, this was actually really fun to think back on all the places that I had barbecue. And I couldn't help but for my first pick, take a place that I uh, was formed, the place that I grew up. Um, in the Black Hills of South Dakota, I grew up in Custer. Uh, and I just, I tell you what, it, it's not going to knock everybody else out of the park, but it really spoke to me every time I had it when I was on a break from, I don't know, like a choir practice or a rehearsal or a, a football practice. If I was that young, <laughs> I was that young, I played football very young and I would go to the Skyway, uh, dining room, which allowed smoking by the way, which I think helped actually the, uh, the taste of the barbecue and we get a pulled pork sandwich from that Skyway on Main Street in Custer. That's my number one pick. Pulled pork sandwich, Skyway, Custer. Okay, so God, that's you can't go wrong with a local pick for your first one. And I, I didn't go as local. Uh, I did find this local place. I used to uh, venture often down to Kansas City. Oh, okay. And known for its barbecue. Kansas City is barbecue. Absolutely. There's this, uh, so there's this little place on Highway 152. It's it's a, uh, if you're coming down Interstate 29. Okay, I've made that the, drive many times myself. It's it's the exit right after the Kansas City Airport exit. Oh, okay. It's a it's a little a little shopping area called Zona Rose Town Center. Hmm. And. I tell you what, it it only happens once, sometimes twice a year. If you get down there, there's a sandwich that you can get. Yeah. And this sandwich at this very specific restaurant is phenomenal. I'm talking, of course, about the one and only McDonald's at the Zona Rose Town Center and their McRib sandwich. Some of the best barbecue I've ever had. Fantastic number one pick. I mean, I don't know how anybody's going to argue with you at all. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, and you to go to that particular McDonald's is the best way to do it, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't know how you'd go wrong with that. Oh man, the McRib, perfect, perfect pick, absolutely perfect number one pick. Um, I'm actually almost ashamed because my second pick is also from Kansas City, but I'm not going to be able to live up to that one. But once I went to Kansas City for a concert, uh, it was a long time ago. I was in my twenties. Uh, and decided to, I mean, and in my time going to Kansas City over the years, I had a chance to try a lot of the brick and mortar barbecue places that are around there. And the, the way you know the good ones is if the smoke has made the white ceiling tiles gray. You know what I mean? Uh, it's it, it, like I, I saw that in multiple places. We tried a ton of different places and like... You get it in the paper carryouts. You get it in plastic bags. And so my number two pick is hands down. When I was staying in the hotel in Kansas City and I ordered pizza, I got the Papa John's barbecue uh, pulled pork pizza. Oh, and you can't go wrong. You just cannot go wrong. Kansas City knows how to do barbecue and they'll deliver it directly to your door. It's amazing. And Papa John's knows how to do pizza. Uh, Incredibly. How can you not? Yeah. The God, best pizza a, and the pick. best barbecue. Yeah. I don't know how anyone is going to do anything different. I, it's just like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So that's my number two pick. That's a that's a great number two pick. Thank you. Thank you. 
okay, so for my number two pick, I I traveled to a town uh, that I I only try I've only traveled to one time. I know you spent a lot of time there. Um, oh. I I know there's uh, other people that spent time there too, but <clears throat> I'm gonna go out to Greeley, Colorado. Oh, where I went to college, yeah, of yeah. Well, you, you went to college. You spend enough time there, and well, if you if you spend like twelve hours there, you start to get a little lightheaded from the lack of oxygen, sure, and things that things that aren't normally very hysterical are very funny. Of course, yeah, and it also the smell from the stockyards, the smell from the beet farms. It's it's overwhelming. Yeah. Well, and the one thing that the beet farms, the stockyards, and the oxygen don't affect is the barbecue. Hell yeah. And there's this little place on 10th Street in Greeley, Colorado. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. That's right. I'm talking about chilies. Oh, hell yeah. Now, there was a dish that they had there. It wasn't their... God, it wasn't the the baby back ribs, which is what chili's known for. They've got another barbecue plate there. I want to say it was a McRib, but I don't think that doesn't sound right. Um, uh, no, I think I think that's right. That, that sounds about well, right. Yeah, that might be. But there, there was there was a barbecue dish I had the Chili's on 10th Street mm. in really Colorado, out of this world. Amazing. Yeah. No, I think I've had it as well. If nothing, if after you know after one of my long finals that I had going to the University of Northern Colorado, I'm sure I consumed a little bit of that, and yeah. It's uh, it's so memorable that I I'm I'm sure that I remember it. Uh, so I'm gonna go ahead with. My... <laughs> so stupid. This is so stupid. I love it so much. So my number three pick uh, is actually uh, it. There's a, a heartfelt thing that that I have to remember about this town, and that is Milwaukee, Wisconsin, which I haven't been to a lot, and I only went to. Um, I don't actually remember the occasion why I was there, mm. but I got to tour the um, the uh, Pabst Blue Ribbon Brewery, the original brewery. Yeah. For some reason, I was actually in the brewery, and this brewery, this old brewery from over 100 years ago, has a wide open space where all the brewers would go to eat lunch. After they'd had a big, working hard day, they would come and they would get a, a pint of Pabst Blue Ribbon to drink with their meals, which was incredible. So, after spending a lot of time, obviously, at this incredible historic location uh, in my hotel, which I'm pretty sure was a Hilton, I got the best pulled pork sandwich I've ever had delivered to my room. And that's my number three pick. The Just the best, uh, fantastic Milwaukee it has no idea what it has when it comes to pulled pork sandwiches at the Hilton downtown in Milwaukee. That's my number three pick. Oh man, that is such a good pick. And you know, there's so much to choose from in Milwaukee from uh, bratwurst to sauerkraut and PBR yeah. and line of Kugels. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's great when you find, you find a good homegrown place like that. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Well, for my third pick, I've got to go back to, to uh, the, probably my, I'm, I'm going to call this probably my number two hometown. Okay. Uh, so I, I grew up in Sioux Falls. I spent time in other towns, but I lived in Lincoln, Nebraska for 14 years. I remember. And uh, I had some great places there. I lived in, in this really, uh, this really charming and very 
character-driven studio apartment in the middle of Lincoln, Nebraska. And I lived in a great apartment on the south side of Lincoln, Nebraska. And then I had a house, kind of central Lincoln. And and there were a lot of great restaurants around these places. And Uh, the one thing about all the places I lived at is I had a lot of local fare around there. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, I know every, when I had the house and people would come to visit, we'd always order pizza for Bramos because they had this uh, pepperoni cream cheese pizza oh, or their yes. Hawaiian pizza. They, they put cream cheese and green peppers on it. It was really great, but nothing really held a candle to a place that was around my apartment. Yeah. So I lived on 33rd and Old Cheney. And if you went down to Old Cheney, Across the street, you go about a quarter mile, and into the Williamsburg Village, there was this little restaurant. It was a mm-hmm. neighborhood bar and grill mm-hmm. called Applebee's. Oh. And they had some of the best barbecue options that I can imagine. They had they had steak and chicken and pork. Yeah, and, yeah, and, of course. I I want to say that they had like a, a a sandwich called like I it wasn't the McRib, but okay. it sounded like that. All right, and it yeah. was it was top notch barbecue. I I can't again the name escapes me, but again, I'm going with my third pick: Applebee's and Old Cheney Road in Lincoln, Nebraska. It's a great pick. Uh, I was actually never um, I never made enough money to eat there. Yeah. When I lived there at the in Lincoln, we we overlapped in Lincoln for a couple of years, and mm-hmm. I was never rich enough to go to the Applebee's on Old Cheney Road. So I can only imagine like what you're expressing. Uh, I just am floored, and I and and honestly, now living in New York, which is, I mean, in terms of food states, is uh, like fine. I really wish that I had really gotten to sample that when I lived there. It's a real bummer. So it's, it's nice to hear that that, 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 that stuck with you. Uh, should I do my number four pick? Let's, let's hear what you got for number four. So my number four pick, I actually, uh, when I was in my mid-twenties, for some reason I found myself taking a road trip uh, that took me through um, just outside of Kansas City, Missouri. And I know we've already talked about Kansas City, but this is this was a, a different spot. Um, we pulled in, and actually, I think Reed, you are a fan of the baseball team of the Kansas City Royals. Is that correct? I I I am a fan of the Royals. Absolutely. Okay. All right. So you'll know what I'm talking about. So on this road trip, I got to go all around and spend a lot of time around Kauffman Stadium. Mm. In Kauffman Stadium, where the Royals play, as you it's know, a great stadium. It's a beautiful stadium. It's it's just big enough for the team. It doesn't do too much with the upper risers and the outfields. You get to see the city and you get to see everything outside of it. The berms are beautiful. It's always meticulous. And I'll tell you what, the food at Kauffman Stadium oh, is always stellar. second to none. And so imagine my surprise when I went just a little bit east to St. Louis in Bush Stadium and it had the best pulled pork sandwich I have ever had at a baseball stadium. And while I watched the St. Louis Cardinals play. So imagine how much I love Kauffman Stadium and the Royals. And then 
going to St. Louis and just it being so much better. Just so much better. It was the best. So my number four pick is obviously Bush Stadium, the pulled pork sandwich that I had while watching the St. Louis Cardinals obliterate. I don't even remember what team they were playing. <laughs> I wasn't even watching. I was just enjoying that pulled pork sandwich. It was incredible. Fucking great. So that's my number four pick. That was about the time when the uh, the Cardinals fans did love their poo holes. So, Reed, what is your number four pick? All right, my number four pick. I, I I'm gonna be honest about this one. I've I've never been. I just went oh. on a reputation. Really? Yeah. Uh, so I compared it to places that I have been to. Okay. And uh, kind of put it on the scales. I yeah. read a bunch of reviews, mm. and it's 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 a it's a dream destination. I want someday. I'd love to go to Memphis, Tennessee. Yes, me too. And I hear Memphis is barbecue central. Me as well. And so I did some research. I again, I looked at places I've been uh, in my city, places I've been in other cities, and looked at, at comparisons. And this might be this is probably a bucket list barbecue joint in Memphis, sure. Tennessee. Yeah. And I'm talking about uh, a little place on Poplar Avenue called Famous Dave's. Oh, I've heard about it. Uh, the the pictures on the internet were mouth-watering. Oh, man. Anything you would want barbecued, Famous Dave's on Poplar Avenue in Memphis, Tennessee, they're going to barbecue. They're going to have it ready for you. Oh. Whether you want ribs or chicken mm. or even a McRib. A McRib? Maybe not. I don't know if that was on the menu. Well, it's, I, they should. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so that 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 takes us to pick number five. Neil, do you want to give us a recap of where we've been? Yeah, sure. Uh, so my number one pick uh, took me to the uh, Skyway Diner in Custer, where I had an incredible pulled pork sandwich. Um, Reed's first pick in Kansas City uh, led him to a McDonald's, where he um, found the perfect McRib sandwich. Which, man, I can't wait to try someday. Uh, Neil's number two pick also took him to Kansas City uh, when he got Papa John's pulled pork barbecue pizza delivered to his hotel room. Incredible. Reed's Travels took him to Greeley, Colorado, where uh, some friends of his lived, I think, and he went to the Chili's and had a fantastic, um, what he said was close to a McRib sandwich. And Neil's number three pick took him to Milwaukee at the uh, Hilton near the PBR Brewery, where he had a fantastic pulled pork sandwich there. Um, Reed's Travels took him to Lincoln, where he went to an Applebee's and found an unbelievable unbelievable dish that was close to what he thought was a McRib. And then Neil's fourth pick was at uh, Bush Stadium after he spoke a long time about going to uh, Kauffman Stadium, but then went to Bush Stadium in St. Louis and had an incredible pulled pork sandwich. And then Reed's number four pick was the famous Dave's in Memphis uh, where uh, they they put together a piece of meat that looks a lot like a rib, and why would you do anything different with it? All right, that takes us up to our, our, our fifth pick of the draft. Okay. Neil, pick okay. number five. All right, my pick number five. Um, this, actually, I was really glad that I got to get this one so late in the draft. I was really worried that you were going to pull it before I did. But I didn't know if you'd been to Chicago. Uh, when I went to Chicago the last time, I actually went to a friend's house, um, and this friend made me long 
smoked ribs on a charcoal grill, an indirect heat, mm. which he smoked these ribs for, I want to say, it must have been three to four hours. We all hung out, drank beers after we were on the river all day long, just in an absolute incredible day. Uh, and, I mean, this this friend, like, his name's escaping me. I feel really bad about it. But made these incredible ribs for us. And my wife at the time didn't even like ribs. Had said out loud, like, I'm not a fan of ribs. And after having these ribs, was a fan of ribs. But I really do have to say, while we were in Chicago, uh, the next day we went to Trump Tower and got a pulled pork sandwich. And, man, my number five pick is the pulled pork sandwich at Trump Tower in Chicago. Just unbelievable. Unbelievable. And a steal at number five, if I do say so myself. Wow. That is uh, that is such... That is, okay, that is such an amazing pick. Because, for my fifth pick... Okay. I thought back to I thought back to going out to to your wedding in New York City. Oh yeah, uh, and uh, and spending a lot of time. So uh, we had a we had a hotel room in Manhattan, and we got to see uh, uh, we got to see everybody. We had to hang out a lot with everybody. It was a great time, and I remember talking with somebody at the wedding party about this amazing bakery that just had this setup like you wouldn't believe it was right so mm. the hotel we stayed at was uh was right on uh 5th avenue right uh you could see you could see the empire state building from the the window sure. in the hotel room and uh the your your the reception for your wedding was just blocks away from there Yep. And I remember somebody at the wedding talking about this baker that had this decadent setup that had okay. these cannolis, that had these cakes, that had these cupcakes that just looked marvelous and magnificent. And uh, the next day, we set out to look for that place. We wandered around for two, three hours before we finally... I don't even think I knew this because I was so busy with wedding stuff. Well, and you had so fantastic. much going on. Yeah, but... of course. That, I'm fascinated to hear this story. Uh, so we had wandered around for, for a while and had just gotten hungry beyond the point of baked goods and wanted to like real food. And we wandered into this restaurant in Fifth Avenue, mm. uh, the Trump Tower Bar and Grill, well, where yeah. I ordered this amazing barbecue platter that came with what looked like four or five McRib sandwiches. Oh, it was amazing. so spectacular. Oh, My fantastic. fifth pick, Trump, Trump Tower Bar and Grill in New York City. It's amazing. Uh, yeah, you really can't go wrong. What an incredible pick. To, and to steal at number five. All right, so th that's a wrap on our draft, our top five with uh, with uh, two of the three guys with me and Neil. Hey, wait, uh, read, read, read. Hold up. I I actually just got a voicemail alert. Hold on one second. Okay. Uh, I'm going to check this. Hold on. I'm going to play it for us right now. Yep. Yeah, I'm just making this as... Um like proof to you that I am tripping balls right now. This whole okay. Oh my god. Oh. Whoa. Uh, I hope 
I hope Dan and his family are okay after all of that. God, I, wow. Like, that's not a quick bounce back. No, I thought everything was fine after his last message. Like I, yeah, I was hopeful that he'd he'd be here, but oh man, oh boy. Okay, um, shit. Well, Dan, if you are listening to this podcast, please call us. We're we're very very worried. If that's yeah. what you're leaving on my phone, I don't I don't know what we're supposed to be doing with you right now. Uh, all right, so tonight's top five is brought to you by Captain Morgan. Captain Morgan's spiced rum made with spices and rum from the Bahamas. You know, there's times when I want to have a good time, and then there's times when I want to be the worst man. There's times that I want to be the worst man. I'm going to grab a handle of Captain Morgan. I'm going to pull out the fun wrecker stopper, and I'm just going to take pulls right out of the bottle, or I'm going to pour it in some Coke. I'm going to mellow it out a little bit, and I'm going to ask anybody else who wants some. Captain Morgan rum, put a little Captain in ya. (laughs) Let's break. (laughs) Yeah, I need to get a new drink. Fuck, that was... Dude, you did that off the fucking cuff? All right, that brings us right into this week's game. And what we're going to do this week is that Neil and I have each selected three songs. We're hoping to have that third person with us. I know. I don't know what's happening with Dan right now. I mean, obviously, that last voicemail was was pretty scary. It's disturbing, to say the least. Absolutely. I, I guess the show must go on. It has to at this point. Reed, we got it. We got to finish it up for Dan, we, if nothing yeah. else. So, so Neil and I have each come in with three songs. What we're going to do is we're going to give the name of the song. The other person needs to tell us what album that came off of. Great. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to get, I'm going to start us off. All right. And I've selected a tune from 1994. Oh, okay. Oh, I love 1994. It's one of my favorite years in music. This track, this track is iconic to say, to, to, to put it mildly. Hmm. The name of the track, this iconic track from 1994 is My Name is Jonas. Okay. Oh, I I know that song. I know that song from high school. It's one of my favorite. And that's the first track on the album, correct? It is. Okay. All right. So My Name is Jonas. Um, uh, I'm pretty sure, and I'm just going off the cuff here, but I think that that is from Weezer's self-titled album. Am I wrong? Nailed it. Oh, Perfect. all right. Yep, you got it. Fantastic. Oh, incredible. Okay. Whew, I didn't pick. know. I, Good I, pick. Yep. I honestly pulled that Good one out of the air. I mean, that's yeah. 1994 is a long, long time ago. So many great albums that year. Yeah. Well, uh, okay. So my first song that I'm going to give you, Reed... Uh, so I've got one point and you have zero at this point. Correct. Um, so, uh, my song came out, uh, as a single and, 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 and actually a very memorable video on MTV in the year of 1994. Okay. And the, um, it was named after an artist that had perished years before. And the name of the song is the eponymous Buddy Holly. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
I can I I remember the video. Oh, you do. Okay. Yeah, it was. I I remember watching it on MTV. MTV. Oh, MTV. right, right. The channel with music videos. Yep. I watched music that too. Television. I remember yep. that. Yep. I remember yep. that. Yeah. And that was back in. I I remember this song playing when I was before. Before school one day, I was shopping in the school store for some. I was I was buying some candy. Yeah. And that was back in high school. I'm yeah. gonna say I'm gonna say uh, Buddy Holly's from Weezer's self-titled album. You would be correct. That's right. Yes. Yes. All right. Weezer's self-titled album. That's one point for Reed. What do you got for me? For I we, we're tied up one to one. All right. So. For my next my next song title for you, I am I'm traveling back in time to 1994. And wait, can you say the year again? 1994. Oh shit! Okay, all right. Yep. And this song was this this song probably made the album. Uh, it was uh, it was like it was legendary. Mm. It is the song undone. The sweater song. Oh, that's so familiar. Oh, that's so familiar. Read. Uh, shoot. So, the sweater song. Undone. The sweater song. Is the sweater song in parentheticals, in parentheses? Yes. Okay, that helps me a ton. Okay, great. Because I remember... Oh man, now I'm remembering the lyrics in my head about if you wanted to destroy my sweater. Oh whoa whoa. I'm pretty sh- I'm I'm really really sure. Yes, no. 100% sure that this was off of um Weezer's self-titled album. You're right. Ah. Nailed it. it. Frank. Nailed ah, it. Man. Good. Man. Great. Nice. Yes. Jesus. Well, oh God, I had to go back in time for that one, but I pulled it out of my butts. Oh man. Oh shit. Okay, Reed, are you ready for your next song? I'm ready. Hit me. Hit me. Hit me. Hit me. All right. Uh boy. All right. I'm. I think this was your junior year in high school. Probably. Uh, what year would that have been? Uh, would have been uh, ninety. Four. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I was right about this. I knew. I kind of remembered that we were. You're a year ahead of me in school. Mm-hmm. So this came out when I was a sophomore in high school in '94. Um, but this was actually probably the biggest single that this band ever made, and it was a ballad, which was rare for them. Um, and the name of the song is uh, probably the most memorable lyric that you'll hear from the chorus, is, Say It Ain't So. Oh, yes. Yeah. Holy cow, what was that song? Junior year. I See, I've got to think back to... Yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking back to high school dances. Yeah, this was a big one in high school dances. Yep. I thought that you would remember it from that. Yep. That's that has to be from Weezer's self-titled album. I'm amazed. You got it. Oh, you got it. You got it. Incredible. Weezer's self-titled. I started sweating. Album. 
with that one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's because you were thinking about being at the dances when you were a junior yep. in high school. That's 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 a difficult thing to think about. Like a fall dance in 1994, being a junior in high school, like right. and then and then say it ain't so comes on. Oh my god. So Reed, Reed, we're right. we're two to two right now. Two to two. All right. Here's here's the number three song for you, Neil. All right. Okay. This is this is a song that takes us to a place we all want to go. Okay. We all want to go on holiday. Oh, is that the name of the song? Holiday? The name of the song is Holiday. Holiday. Um, can you give me a hint? Can you give me a hint up to what year it came out? Uh, uh, we're traveling back to 1994. 1994. Oh, God. I wish I remembered 94 better. Um, oh, I know it. I know it. I absolutely know it. This is 100% the Get Up Kids. No, no, wait. No, no. Weezer. My final answer yep. is Weezer's self-titled album from 1994. Got it. Ah, my goodness. Oh, phew. I thought. I swear I thought it was the Get Up Kids. I thought but... you were going to fumble that one at the, at the two-yard line. Oh, boy. That was close. Close, but salvaged. Yep. All right. Read. So this is actually the closing song of this album. Okay. And it's it's a long one. It, it's a build. It's very uh, Led Zeppelin-esque, you might say, in terms of how the song creates itself, repeats itself, and then peaks, valleys, and then ends. It's a long final track. Um, it, wanna... sounds, it sounds like my sex life. You, you wouldn't be wrong. I mean, uh, if, listen... This song came out in 1994, so it's very similar to your sex life. I'm sorry. <laughs> so uh, so this, this epic song closed out this album, and the song title is Only in Dreams. Ooh. All right, so you said, you said Led Zeppelin-esque in 1994, so it's not on Led Zeppelin 4. It no. Also- it doesn't sound oh, 94 that's not the year of the division bell by pink floyd so nope. uh what else only in dreams 94 oh yeah yeah this is off of wizard's self-titled album you got it you nailed it you nailed it yep. i honestly didn't think that you were going to get that one that one i thought forget it reads there's no way that he's going to be able to pull that, that one that's a good that's a great, great pick. A, a, a great, a, a good stumper there. Ah, uh, listen, man, I tried, but listen, I probably gave you too many clues. To be perfectly honest, yeah, I gave happen. you the year of the album, which uh, you know was yeah. probably too. Also, anyway. also big lead into it. I get it. I know. Listen, I just wanted to do well. Hey, we're three to three on the game, so right. we're going to have to... You know what? I'm going to take it. Hey, and I'll tell you what. Tonight's game is brought to you by Stevenson Dermatology. Stevenson Dermatology specializing in tattoo removal. For those times when you get something put on your shoulder that you think might not be a test of time piece, Stevenson Dermatology is there to help you get rid of that because they believe, like all of us, that ink should not be forever. Wait, who was the band that 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 was the last pick? Uh, that was a uh, uh, Weezer. 
Weezer. Weezer. Yep. Okay. All right. I, I don't know what that has to do with your ad read, but I mean, I well, just wanted I, to double check. I, I listen. I don't. Uh, this, I I don't choose who sponsors what. They just let me know what they want to give us money for. Uh, all right. Are we uh, are we ready for the read cap? I want the read cap more than anything I can possibly say. <laughs> all right. So here's what it comes down to, cats and kittens, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight, Neil and I explored the etiology of college basketball. We then took a trip around the Midwest and the upper Midwest down into the South to find some homegrown barbecue. And we rounded out by finding where Weezer hid all of their hits, which was on their self-titled Blue Album. Of course, Neil and I were looking for Dan the entire time, who was nowhere to be found, and at the end of the day, nobody grew, nothing changed, and none of this even really matters, which is why this week's winner is Dan for not being here for this. Dan wins! Dan wins! Dan, you motherfucker! Oh, deserved and well-placed, because there's no reason he should have been a part of any of this nonsense. Right. Tomfoolery <laughs> to say the least. All right. So that rounds us out for this week's three guys top fives, the irreverent draft experience. As always, this draft experience has been just as irreverent as all of those before it and will be just as irreverent as all of those after it. I thank all of you for joining us on this. If you would please go to reviews, give us those five stars. It knocks us to the top of the uh podcast reviews until next time i'm uh i've been racking my my brain for a good sign off uh i don't even think you need it i think it's uh i I like just the the recap and then um and then like using a little music to play us out after i mean and letting my thought has been because as we always do we always like start critiquing ourselves and just like letting the volume fade out over whatever we are oh, saying. Right, yeah. Like I think that's gonna be that's something nobody else does, which is just like what the fuck was that like volume? <laughs> He's gonna hate us so much. I'm gonna have to edit this so much. (laughs) (laughs) Just hit me that everything is ordered to your room at the hotel. As soon as I turned around to that door, face to face with a fucking mouse right on the floor, staring at me. Fucking serious. (laughs) And I tried to chase him out the door outside, and he dove under Laura's desk. So guess what? Mouse trap ready for you, piece of shit. All right. All right. Another better. I believe in you. That explains why I have the strangest boner right now. (laughs) All you want to do is grab butts. Like, all I ever wanted to do at those dances was grab butts. It was just felt like just a chance to just move your hands lower and lower and grab a butt. When you're talking about autumn high school dances, you're talking about butt-grabbing weather. Butt-grabbing weather in high, high jeans. Nope. I didn't that out. All right. (laughs) Yep. That's the worst thing I've ever said. Not when we were when we were fifteen and sixteen. Right. That was exactly true. 
true. I'm leaving it in. I'm leaving it in. That's all we wanted to do. All us high school boys, all we wanted to do was grab butts.